More than 200 fire department jurisdictions trust the Knox entry system to provide secure access to buildings, elevators, and control rooms when seconds matter. Now, businesses, schools, airports, several industrial applications are also using Knox entry to manage controlled access and authorize service activity for critical assets. Now, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. Just go to Knox.com for more information. That's K-N-O-X.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same-game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get 150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. All right, glad you're with us, and a happy Monday to you. Write down our toll-free telephone number. You want to be a part of this extravaganza. You know, there was an article today that made me laugh a little bit. Eat popcorn. It was from Town Hall as the Democrats eat themselves. And in many ways, that's exactly what I've been saying. They're digging holes, and when they're digging, let them dig and dig and dig and dig and dig. Because as they dig, they're just digging bigger holes for themselves. And there's nothing that they're going to be able to do, I think, as time goes on, to get them out of the the list of crazy stuff that they're locking themselves into. You know, then add to that the intramural fighting between Pelosi and AOC. And, I mean, Ocasio-Cortez, she denied it later. But, I mean, when you say, oh, it seems like she's only picking on people of color. And what was fascinating there is she had just got done saying to Donald Trump two days earlier, keep America white again. But Pelosi has lost any and all control of her party. And I'm not sure how this is all going to work out and end. Now, the way they have the rules set up in the House, they've kind of designed it that they can't change speakers midway. But that that's according to the rules. It's not according to what reality begins to emerge, because if you get enough people in the Democratic caucus beginning to say Pelosi needs to go, I think ultimately at some point she's going to go. And she's now she's done everything she can do to call out Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. As you go, you want to talk to me, talk to me, talk directly to my face. Don't don't go out there and tweet it. And that's when Ocasio-Cortez says that, uh, oh, it seems like you're only going after women of color in the caucus. And there are some people that have rallied 
um, around Nancy Pelosi and all of this. But if you if you want to take you know, who's winning this fight in terms of the the radical liberal base, which is a big part of the Democratic Party, which is why all of these 2020 candidates have bought into some insane version of radical tax increases, uh, the radical Green New Deal, uh, why they've all doubled down on Medicare for all and free health care for illegal immigrants and all for open borders and everything else in between. Why have they locked into that? Because they've determined and, and probably a lot of it is based on polling of the Democratic base that will determine the nominee. It makes it least like less likely every day that Biden gets it, although he's trying his best to be everything he hasn't been his entire political career. But, you know, they have what's called this net roots nation, which is like a progressive gathering that attracts thousands of people every year. And, you know, so it is believed that they are rising in influence on the in terms of the Democratic Party and more specifically who the 2020 presidential candidate for the Democrats is going to be. But now at the net roots, um, remember, Nancy Pelosi you know, she was the uh, she was it in terms of San Francisco liberal uh, liberalism and leftism and socialism and redistributionism. She was she was the person. She was at the top of the the pyramid for everybody in these radical progressive uh, circles. Um, she doesn't act this way when blue dogs say stupid stuff about Democrats in the party and constantly criticize the party. Marcus Miletus, I haven't heard his name in a long time. He ran Daily Coast. I assume he probably does. He was the founder of the Daily Coast years ago and uh, referring to a group of conservative House Democrats. For some reason, she's singling out these four for a special brand of conflict, and it doesn't make any sense. They're angry at what they're doing. Now, the, the four we're talking about are, well, the leader is Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, then... Second in charge of this group probably would be Ilan Omar, who we're going to get to in a second. Uh, Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts and Congresswoman Tlaib of Michigan. And they're the ones that have been most outspoken about Joe Biden, most outspoken about Nancy Pelosi. And they're the ones that have pushed the hardest this radical Green New Deal, which everything is free and we're going to get rid of gas and oil in 10 years and the combustion engine and at some point planes and cows and i don't know how we're going to travel i don't know how an economy that is based it's its lifeblood is based on oil and gas how does that ever survive and these four women believe that a house measure to provide emergency funding for the crisis at the border didn't provide sufficient restrictions on how trump could spend the money and you know but with their opposition who cares they're now they're literally now at each other's throats. You get a tweet from one official account of the caucus criticizing the top aide to Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Remember, that top aide is saying that, yeah, we want to, you know, forever alter the, the economy through this new Green Deal. It's always been about an agenda. It's not it's not about the environment. It's always been about the economics of it. And and look at where the Democrats are. They they want to go as high as a 70 percent top personal income marginal rate and a 90 percent top marginal corporate rate. Anyway, so the tweet that came out late Friday night, you know, took aim at the chief of staff of Ocasio-Cortez and 
this acrimony among House Democrats is, you know, all over the place. And this happened on the heels of Pelosi in that caucus meeting saying, look at my face, look at my eye and don't say it on Twitter. But there's a good article that I'm uh, looking at from The Wall Street Journal points out the Twitter account represents the full House Democratic caucus. Meanwhile, Ocasio-Cortez gets more play, more attention than the rest of the caucus combined. You know, there is a group, I think there's 46 of them, Democrats, that were elected from districts that Trump won. Then this new, sort of new person of the group, I haven't heard a whole lot about her, Ayanna Presley, no more black faces that don't want to be a black voice. Now, she is tied in, apparently, with Talib and Omar and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and she's claiming that Democrats claim that the target of this racist attack by the president told left-wing bloggers, we don't need any more black faces that don't want to be a black voice. And she's one of the four left-wing Democrats out there disparaging uh, Nancy Pelosi. And um, anyway, she put out, a, I guess in response, appeared at the you know, it's appeared to blast members of the Congressional Black Caucus. This was in the Washington Post. An all-out racially charged fight within House Democratic Caucus escalated Saturday when an African-American freshman lawmaker said that the party doesn't need any more black faces that don't want to be a black voice. And she made those comments at a speech at the Netroots Convention, where, of course, Omar and herself and Talib appeared after a week-long clash with Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi was like persona non grata there. And this is a time to shake the table. We don't need any more brown faces that don't want to be a brown voice. Again, taking what seems like a shot at the CBC, which is allied with Nancy Pelosi. And on Sunday, this group of four congresswomen uh, with and this fight with Pelosi, you know, separately, they're saying Omar is saying told the high school audience that the United States had failed to become a just society. And she and Trump also trading bars last week. Um, look, this is, it's getting interesting. It's not what the media is portraying it to be. Um, and it, as we get started, I want you to understand a couple of things here. This extremism, this radicalism is not helping the Democratic Party. This is now an all-out public civil war. And Pelosi's right to try and stop it, but they're not stoppable. And in a sense, I kind of admire the fact that they're going to go their own way and they're not going to give in to the pressure of the leadership to do what they say they want them to do. Anyway, there's a poll out that was released, this one by Axios. Ocasio is now recognized by 74% of voters. That's a pretty high number for a freshman congresswoman. The only problem is her approval rating is 22%. Omar is recognized by 53% of voters. Her approval rating is in single digits. It's only 9%. And voters, this is not good for where the Democratic Party's headed. They understand what socialism is, and 69% of them view it unfavorably. And if all voters hear about is AOC, it could put the House majority at, war- at risk here. And 2020 at risk, socialism is toxic to these voters. Anyway, the poll is significant, according to Axios, because it shows Democrats are sounding the alarm that swing voters know and dislike socialism. Or well, How do they back off from everything they've said already? 
How do they all back? They, they can't back off. This is what they want. This is who they are. This is what they believe. You know, and over the years, you know, Omar has said a lot of dumb stuff. You know, especially, remember, we were going through the issue. Pelosi was agonizing how to treat the the virulent uh, anti-Semitic comments of Omar. You know, saying, you know, comparing Israel, you know, their evil, you know, is all I can think of at the time of the tweet. What? She peddles in conspiracy theories all the time. The U.S. favors Israel over Palestine, compares Israel to Iran and Saudi Arabia. There couldn't be a worse comparison ever if she had any knowledge of what truth is in this particular case or foreign policy. You know, she peddled a conspiracy theory that Lindsey Graham is compromised. Really? Where's your evidence? You just get to say that about another member of Congress. She compares Israel to not only the Saudis, but also Venezuela. Uh, she she blamed the U.S. involvement in other people's affairs, uh, basically blaming the U.S. for the Al-Shabaab attack in Kenya. I'll play some of these cuts later in the show. She talks about political influence that says it's OK for people to rush to push an allegiance to a foreign country. And she said, we're we're labeled anti-Semitic because we are Muslim, meaning her, her and Tlaib. Obama's a pretty face who got away with murder. She has aligned herself with the group CARE, pretty radical group. Remember, unindicted co-conspirators in the Holy Land Foundation case because 9-11, well, some people did something. CARE was founded after 9-11 because they recognized that some people did something and that all of us were starting to lose access to our civil liberties. Okay, and then... She literally goes on to explain, and I don't have time to play it now, joking about people saying Al-Qaeda and Hezbollah after 9-11. I mean, that's pretty, pretty devastating. Now, you know, so the president's saying, well, go back to your country when you fix your country and you'll learn how to fix that. Come back and teach us how to do it here. Well, if you look at Somalia laws, uh, they're pretty vicious Women who consent to abortion or cause one are punished to one to five years in jail. If you say anything that's anti-Islam, that brings the religion of Islam into contempt or bringing into contempt persons professing their faith in Islam or objects to dedicated to worship, they're punished by two years. If you happen to be gay and you engage in intercourse, well, that is punishable by three months to three years if you look at the Somalia penal code and you have the controversy, I don't know what the issue is about her marriage to a brother, whether that's true or not. I'm looking and reading all the articles. I don't have a definitive answer for you yet. We'll keep looking. But, you know, uh, there are a lot of questions about it. She makes anti-American comments, questions the patriotism of American born citizens. She blames our involvement in other people's affairs after the Al-Shabaab attack on the Kenya Mall. I told you that. Claims U.S. forces killed thousands of Somalis during Black Hawk Down. And Omar's uh, empathy for Islamic extremists. And that's when she jokes about people saying Al-Qaeda in a menacing tone. Well, how else would you say it? And she ignites a debate on Israel and anti-Semitism. And, you know, when she talked about it's all about the Benjamins. You remember that comment? You know, she says she chuckles when Israel is called a democracy, compares 
Israel to Iran. Really? None of this seems to bother any of them as they keep going more extreme by the hour. The world is becoming more and more unstable by the day, and many Americans are not waiting around to find out how bad it could get. They're making the decision to diversify their wealth with precious metals like gold and silver. And they're turning to the top-rated precious metals company, GoldCo. GoldCo is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews, and they've helped thousands of Americans place over $2 billion in gold and silver. They're Sean Hannity's top choice, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver. But it's first come, first served, and only while supplies last. So don't wait. Call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Sean Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Don't let this chaotic world get in the way of your goals. Follow Sean Hannity's lead and call Gold Code today at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. 855-815-GOLD. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know, I've been talking for months now about the Knox entry system and how it helps law enforcement gain access uh, that they need to schools during, you know, hostile events or emergencies. In fact, more than 200 municipalities currently trust Knox entry system to provide a secure and efficient means to get access where and when they need it. Now, businesses and airports and specific industrial applications, they have now joined schools and law enforcement and fire departments and are using the Knox entry system to manage first responder access and or authorized service activity. Why? To better protect and monitor their critical assets. When seconds matter, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. If your company has important assets that you want to protect, well, contact Knox today for more information on their innovative Knox entry system. Go to their website. It's Knox, K-N-O-X.com. That's Knox.com for more information. All right, as we roll along, Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the uh, program. And everyone wants, the, look, there is, there's always been a Blame America First crowd. You know, I I keep going back to my buddy, Barry Farber, who deserves all the credit. There's never been a country in the history of man that has accumulated more power and abused it less. And I add, there's never been a country in the history of man that has been a country that has accumulated more power and used it for the advancement of the human condition than the United States of America. Anyway, so you've got this intramural fighting and the president gets involved a little bit with this thing on Omar 9-11. Oh, some people did things. I'm like, what? She blasts the New York, um, a rabbi blasts Omar for pushing the claim that Jesus was Palestinian and not Jewish. That was another controversy. Criticized for retweeting a claim about such. And it's like, I can go on all day. Um, She faced scrutiny over a past effort to win leniency for nine men accused of trying to join ISIS. That's on Google. Go take a look at it. 
And in a bizarre clip, jokes about people saying Al-Qaeda in a menacing tone. How should we say it? Ronald Reagan took this country from the depths of inflation in the 1970s to economic prosperity in just a few years' time. He knows a thing or two about saving a country in distress. And now you can get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. All qualified callers who call the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco, this week will get a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. Visit HannityGold.com and get yours free while supplies last. Ronald Reagan cut taxes, cut government spending, and gave us peace through strength. Now you can celebrate this great president with a limited-run half-ounce silver coin from the top-rated precious metals company, Goldco. They're a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one-rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. Go to HannityGold.com today and get your hands on a free Ronald Reagan half-ounce silver coin. That's HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know, I've been talking for months now about the Knox entry system and how it helps law enforcement gain access uh, that they need to schools during, you know, hostile events or emergencies. In fact, more than 200 municipalities currently trust Knox entry system to provide a secure and efficient means to get access where and when they need it. Now, businesses and airports and specific industrial applications, they have now joined schools and law enforcement and fire departments and are using the Knox entry system to manage first responder access and or authorized service activity. Why? To better protect and monitor their critical assets. When seconds matter, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. If your company has important assets that you want to protect, well, contact Knox today for more information on their innovative Knox entry system. Go to their website. It's Knox, K-N-O-X dot com. That's Knox dot com for more information. All right. As we continue 25 till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of this extravaganza, the, listen, I think it's the biggest deal. Two big events in the last week for the Democrats. One is that Ocasio-Cortez and company, her, her, you know, BFFs, and that would be Tlaib and Omar, uh, and the, the group of four, Ayanna Presley, you know, called out regularly now by the Speaker of the House. That's interesting. Speaker of the House says, say it to my face. The same day, within hours, Ocasio-Cortez goes out publicly and basically says she's attacking women of color. And then now you've got groups of people now beginning to pair off. Who are they supporting? On the one hand, I kind of admire the courage of of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I just think that her opinions are off the wall. I have invited her for three hours on this radio show so we can go into great depth with her if she ever wants the opportunity to be heard and to have a, a friendly exchange. And the same with TV. I'd be glad to give her an hour. Because I think that this is representative of the this this is the new radical left wing socialist Democratic Party that I've been telling you about. 
there are very there, there are I, I can't think of a moderate conservative voice that speaks out in this new Democratic Party. And then the next thing you just have to do is just look at the 2020 candidates. All right. On taxes, they want to raise them. I mean, 70 percent for individuals, 90 percent corporations, then a wealth tax. I didn't realize this till recently. New York, you know, if you, a wealth tax means that after you've been taxed, if you if you're lucky enough to have saved any money and if you saved a certain amount of money, then they want another bite at the apple. After the fact, there's money you've already made and paid taxes on. And then if you die, you know, I love my accountant says this every year. Don't die in New York. I'm like, I'll try hard not to. I really will. Tax the rich, tax the rich. We did. Now, God forbid the rich leave. The rich left. They're leaving New York, New Jersey, Illinois, California in droves. My only fear is. That they're leaving because the states have been destroyed by the politicians that they have selected. Andrew Cuomo, more than any other governor that I can think of, has an opportunity to save his state. He really does. So it would be an amazing accomplishment if he would open up natural gas fracking in upstate New York, which, you know, the last 15 governors have said they're going to help fix the economy in upstate New York. That would fix it. That's why Pennsylvania is doing as well as they are doing. That's why Pennsylvania, <clears throat> that I, you got to know that that's going to be a big state in play, a swing state for 2020. Whoever wins Pennsylvania could very likely is going to be president. Pennsylvania is going to be key, assuming a couple of things. I think the president will win Florida and Ohio and North Carolina, but I'm never arrogant or cocky about it because we don't know what specific issues will be in front of the public in late October and early November of 2020. A lot of things can change between now and then. But the economy, the way it's working, foreign policy, I think most people are pleased with the president's foreign policy positions. And I think they're pleased with what it kept keeping his promises to Israel, defeating ISIS I think is people like the fact that we have been paying the overwhelming share of NATO and he's told these other NATO allied countries to pay their fair share. I mean, there was an agreement that we pay X percent of our GDP. I think it was three percent or whatever it happened to be. And we pay like three point five and countries that benefit most directly from that alliance. You know, they're paying one percent, one and a half percent, two percent. President saying, no, that's not good enough. Same thing on trade deals. Same thing. The president kept his promises on judges and tax cuts and eliminating the bureaucracy and on energy. And he's fighting like hell on the issue of building the border walls. And he's now doing so successfully. It was not a good weekend for comrade Bill de Blasio. I don't know if there's certain irony here, but he was in Waterloo, Iowa, as I understand it, that the moment the blackout hit. Parts of the Upper West Side of New York. A little scary for a period of time. And uh, we'll see what happens. We still don't really have answers. They say a transformer may have gone on fire, but they don't know for sure. And Con Ed, which is the company responsible, the governor is furious about it. And I don't blame him. Um, 
Linda is whispering my in my no, ears. No, I was just saying that we had de Blasio trying to explain himself, and the most ridiculous thing about the whole dang explanation. Oh, he's in Iowa explaining it. Oh, yeah, I'm in Iowa, but I was able to do everything you needed me to do here from Iowa because I have an awesome team. I was like, yeah, that's code for I didn't do anything, and my deputy mayor did. Well, why didn't he in this day and age get in an airplane and fly home? No, he only that- does that to get to the gym. It takes too long to get to Brooklyn. Well, yeah, he he takes his big SUV and all his bodyguards to the gym every morning in Brooklyn and leaves New York City. That's not a long drive, but but every but look at every one of these candidates supports a version of the Green New Deal. Every one of them wants to raise taxes dramatically. Every one of them buys into this new Green Deal climate change nonsense that is a jobs killer. Everyone supports getting off oil and gas. They have different time periods. Every one of them has said that they want Medicare for all. In in 10 years, it'll eat up the entire, basically the entire budget of the United States just to pay for that. And then they don't want us to even have the option of private insurance. So you won't even have a, a, a way out of keeping your doctor, your plan and saving money. There will be no way out. None at all. And uh, on foreign policy, okay, well, what do they want? They don't like Trump's foreign policy. Why? What did, what's Trump's foreign policy? He defeated ISIS from the first city in Syria ISIS started, and then their expansion, we pushed them back and drove them completely out. That's successful. And I think the president's you know commitment to building the next generation of weaponry is a great idea because we won't have to send our national treasure our kids to go banging door to door in Iraq and Afghanistan, uh, you know, so that we can we can win the war that way. That, that We can't fight wars that way anymore. Number one, the public doesn't have the patience for it. Washington will politicize it. We have to we have to fight these wars with an understanding that we have to have a military that is so awesome. We have to have weaponry that is so amazing that we can fight it from Tampa, Florida. At the push of a button. And we now know we have that capability and we got to make it even better with the defensive system and defensive considerations as well. And and one of the other things we have to consider is preventing radical states like Iran from ever getting a nuclear weapon. We cannot allow that to happen at some point. I mean, this this Biden Obama deal, 150 billion, it's not just that we don't even get the inspections that we need to see if they are in full compliance. The next part of it is in what, four years, you know, in 10 years, they were allowed to go ahead and make nuclear weapons. That's a dumb idea. And if the Russians are helping, we need greater sanctions on them. They're going to try and disrupt our elections and they're going to try and help the Iranians get nuclear weapons. That's not a good idea. And I think there's a moment of time that is now building right before our eyes where you're going to see a unique alliance fully formed, which will include the United States and Israel, the Jordanians, Egyptians, the Saudis, all against Iranian hegemony and all in favor of taking out those nuclear sites. That's going to have to happen. And we've got uh, none of the... The contenders, Biden, Buttigieg, or Booker, were responding to the question. They were asked by a, a Jewish anti occupation activist, the If Not Now organization, over the weekend. 
and they were all hit with the question, which I think is a one a legitimate one, that uh, said, as they started with Joe Biden, he told the member of, of the group, if not now Jewish anti-occupation movement, that the occupation is a human rights crisis called for a two-state solution. Nobody has ever fulfilled their promises to Israel but for Donald Trump. Nobody has fulfilled the promise of beating ISIS but for Donald Trump. Nobody has put greater sanctions on the Iranians than Donald Trump. And that's the way it should be. And unless the Iranians one day say that they'll recognize Israel's right to exist and they'll give up all their nuclear weapons with any place, anytime inspections, I wouldn't talk to the, the radical mullahs that chant death to America, death to Israel ever. By the way, Beto O'Rourke revealing that his own family owns slaves. I wonder how the media might react to that if it was President Trump during his campaign. Anyway, instead of tweeting yesterday morning about other things, the media would be calling for his removal of office as we speak. Um, yeah, I see all the stories on the blaze, and I, I I don't know what to make of them about Kamala Harris's father. Um, I'm just holding off on it because there's no there's not any rush on any of these things, and I can just wait and corroborate and make more phone calls until we get the information that we think. We're happy and we feel is vetted because we don't like to get things wrong. We don't need to be first. We usually are, but and we're often ahead of the curve. And we often lead with our nose. I mean, there's a lot of people now on the, oh, there is a deep state bandwagon. They weren't there in the beginning, trust me. But anyway, they're welcome aboard anyway. We're glad to have them. Um, and we welcome to the party. And so I always believe the first one on, the last one on is going to be the first one off. That's kind of always been my take on people that just don't have the stomach to step out and take the positions offensively on their own. Uh, we have a lot of Epstein news. Um, one victim says this sex recruiter invoked Bill Clinton's name to keep her quiet. This was in the Daily Caller. And Bill Clinton, by putting you know, a tie, the number of times he was on the Lolita Express and the number of times he was on Orgy Island, I think might have backed himself into a position that is not going to be tenable for him. Anyway, a member of Jeffrey Epstein's entourage tried to stop a model from fleeing his home by bringing up the financier's friendship with former President Bill Clinton, according to the New York Post on Sunday. It's a former Italian model, and she said in an interview that she secured a meeting at Epstein's Manhattan mansion in 2004 after being told it might lead to a modeling career. She's 21 at the time. Goes in the door instead of the modeling career. Epstein, quote, handed her a vibrator when she arrived at the massage table. She said she took it from him, threw it at his head, and then fled the room as fast as she could. She said she was accosted on her way out by, of the mansion by a woman with short black hair. This woman, Maxwell, there was one report I saw on on social media this weekend that she might have flipped. I have nothing to confirm that. Um, what's that? Yeah, I said, I, I just, didn't I just disclaim that? I said, I saw one report on social media this weekend. Any other disclaimers you want me to give? I just meant because it's three o'clock and there might be little kids in the car. I'm just saying some oh, of this. that disclaimer. Yeah, you know. Of all people being told Listen, I, I'm not saying I'm not a potty mouth, but I have a three-year-old, and I'm just sensitive to these things, you know? All right. 
one piece of good news now that Sidney Powell has signed on to represent General Michael Flynn. Glad to hear this. Powell's uh, more assertive legal representation now threatens to tor- torpedo Mueller's case against Flynn's business partner because, as we saw in the filing last week, uh, General Flynn wouldn't take a plea deal because he wasn't going to lie about his partner. We've got to stop this practice where people, Manafort, Flynn, two examples, they're offered something of great value to them, their life, their freedom. If only they'll say what these prosecutors want. It's not good. It's it's like bribery. Anyway, the uh, Epstein has a phony passport, apparently. Arts, diamonds unearthed. And apparently arguing today that he should be allowed to stay in his $77 million mansion uh, while this he's being charged. I don't think it's going to work for him in this case. I just don't see I think see we should any. let the victims go there. Yeah, but I don't think they want to. Probably is, Then they'll take it you, over. The hard part about any of these sex cases, you, you have to now ask people to be willing to now relive that these horrible, evil moments in their life <clears throat> and the trauma and relive the trauma associated with it. That's a big ask. And that makes it hard on many levels to prosecute these cases. That's a lot to ask somebody, especially if the person was a minor at the time. Don't you think? I think it's devastating. I think there's a lot of women out there who want to tell their story and then they realize just how hard it is going to be hard it's going to be terrible with everything going on in the world today the war the inflation the geopolitical tensions 33 trillion dollars in national debt it's no wonder people are looking to diversify their savings with gold and silver but who does sean hannity choose for his gold and silver none other than the top rated precious metals company gold co gold co is a seven-time inc 5000 winner with over 5,000 five-star reviews and they've helped thousands of americans place over two billion dollars in gold and silver they're sean hannity's top choice and right now they're offering up to ten thousand dollars in bonus silver for sean hannity listeners but it's first come first served and only while supplies last so don't wait call gold co at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know, I've been talking for months now about the Knox entry system and how it helps law enforcement gain access uh, that they need to schools during, you know, hostile events or emergencies. In fact, more than 200 municipalities currently trust Knox entry system to provide a secure and efficient means to get access where and when they need it. Now, businesses and airports and specific industrial applications, they have now joined schools and law enforcement and fire departments and are using the Knox entry system to manage first responder access and or authorized service activity. Why? To better protect and monitor their critical assets. When seconds matter, 
Knox Entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. If your company has important assets that you want to protect, well, contact Knox today for more information on their innovative Knox Entry system. Go to their website. It's Knox, K-N-O-X.com. That's Knox.com for more information. All right, News Roundup information overload on a Monday, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, let me go back to our top story where we began the program today. Um, a lot of interesting developments surrounding this this battle, this conflict, this war, both internally within the Democratic Party. It, it, everybody's now picked up on what I've been saying is Nancy Pelosi is speaker in name only, and it was not any more you know, blatant and uh, than last week because they have a caucus meeting with the Democrats and Pelosi says, you got something to say to me, say it to my face, don't say it on Twitter. And the next thing that happens is uh, Ocasio-Cortez goes out there and talks about, well, it seems that she, meaning Pelosi, is only picking on women of color. And by the way, the president even defended in that particular case, Pelosi say, oh, she's not a racist. These freshmen should be a little more respectful. But I don't know why he did that, because two days earlier, uh, Pelosi was accusing the president of wanting to make America white again. It's sort of like that cycle that I've always discussed every two, four years, racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, uh, that Republicans want dirty air, water, kill children, throw granny over the cliff. It's like now it's now it's in perpetual motion. Whatever they can say is they're just saying it constantly because they don't have ideas that are going to make the country a better place. You know, these polls, though, we got an internal Democratic survey uh, showing the sentiment in crucial swing states are revealing that Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Congresswoman Omar are extremely unpopular and likely to cost Democrats both their House majority and the presidency in 2020. This is an Axios poll. And Ocasio-Cortez is now recognized by 74 percent of voters, an approval rating of 22 percent. Omar recognized by 53 percent of voters. Her approval rating is in single digits. She's at 9 percent approval. And voters understand what socialism is. 69 percent of them view it unfavorably. Capitalism, meanwhile, is viewed favorably. 56-32. I don't know who these 32 are, but that's that number is frightening. And if all the, the voters hear about AOC is that it could put the House at risk. All right, I'm sure they're using that behind the scenes. But a 9% approval rating is a 9% approval rating. All right, so anyway, the president tweets out this weekend. So interesting to see progressive Democratic congresswoman who originally came from countries. He's talking about Omar, whose government is our governments are complete and total catastrophe. The worst, most corrupt, inept in the world if they have a functioning government at all and now viciously and loudly telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on this earth, how our government is to be run, why they don't, why don't they just go back and help fix the totally broken and crime infested places from which they came and then come back and show us how he did add that then come back and show us how after you fix the mess of the country that you came from in the case of Congresswoman Omar. And, um, you know, show us how it's done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. And I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. And of course the media went, goes insane. Did you hear what, what he said? 
what the president said. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe it. The president just said that. Um, when you look at the background, and I don't think there's going to be many in the media that do, but I'll go over some of this again. Um, you know, some of her positions, Omar, you know, on abortion, women who consent to an abortion or cause one themselves shall be punished by one to five years in jail. That's not exactly in, in mainstream thinking of a Democratic Party that has now moved towards during birth and even post-birth abortion. I never thought we'd have these bills, you know, that there'd be no restrictions on abortion, even if the woman has been begun dilating or in the case of the governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia, well, the, first the baby will be born, then we'll make the baby comfortable, and then after we make the baby comfortable, we'll let the mother decide. Or, for example... She talks about whoever publicly brings the religion of Islam into contempt or insults it by bringing into contempt uh, persons professing it or objects dedicated to worship shall be punished by up to two years. Well, that doesn't sound compatible with freedom of speech values that we hold dearly. Maybe you don't like what people say. A lot of people, I don't like what a lot of liberals say. But we live in a country where you can say it. Uh, her views on homosexuality, whoever has, quote, carnal intercourse with a person of the same sex shall be punished where the act does not constitute a more serious crime with imprisonment from three months to three years. And the law states that, quote, where the act committed is an act of lust different from carnal intercourse, the punishment imposed shall be reduced by one third and defines such carnal intercourse is penetration of the male sex organ. And then we have this whole controversy about her alleged marriage to a brother. And if you haven't been following that too closely, anyway, there's been now numerous reports about this. Uh, I We've not confirmed it ourselves, but um, apparently the, the name of the brother, the code name of the brother, the username of the brother, uh, and despite Omar's insistence in 2017 that she had no way to contact him, he has for years maintained profiles on Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. And according to Facebook pages, he resides in Nairobi, Kenya, the same city in which Noor lives and operates, you know, Grit Partners, which is that's the website where people think that that first came up. I don't know if any of that's true, but new documents revisit that question. Certainly the mainstream media may want to look into it. I, I have make no judgments on it at all. We're looking into it. Um, we also have the issue that goes further with her, the comments that she's made. And she questioned, for example, the patriotism of American-born citizens, saying something that I get criticized all the time for is it's not what you think, so don't gasp. It's not what I'm... Um, it's not that I'm anti-American because I criticize the U.S. And I believe as an immigrant, I probably love this country more than anyone that is naturally born. And because I am ashamed of it continuing to live in its hypocrisy, that I work so hard to make sure that others who have had that, like, just be Americans. And why don't you, you know, why don't you be more like an American? And can you explain that? Why can't you be more like an American? Because... It used to be a very positive thing. We export, export American exceptionalism, the great America, the land of liberty and justice. But if you ask anybody walking on a side street somewhere in the middle of the world, they're going to tell you America the great, but we don't live those values here. That's what she's saying about America. So I guess is why the president said, well, if you think you're, where you came from is so much better, 
maybe you should go back there, fix that, and then tell us what to do. She once described acts of terrorism as a reaction to our involvement in other people's affairs. That was in the wake of the Al-Shabaab attack on the Kenya shopping mall in 2013. She made the comments during a local television appearance just weeks after four armed Al-Shabaab jihadists stormed the Westgate Mall in Nairobi in 2013, killing nearly 70 people and wounding 200 others. When are we going to decide or realize that terrorism is a reaction? It's an ideology. It's a means of things. It's not an entity. It's not a place, people. It's a reaction to a situation. She actually said that on a show in Minneapolis uh, back at the time. And during a discussion about the experience of the Somali community in the U.S. following uh, the attack in Kenya, yes, she agreed when you're insinuating what you're insinuating is nobody wants to face. Nobody wants to face how the actions of other people that are involved in the world have contributed to the rise of radicalization and the rise of terrorist acts. Well, that sounds like she's blaming us. I just happen to believe that the United States is that country. You know, were it not for the U.S., what would Europe have looked like today? If it were not for the United States, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the toil, the price, our national treasure, our finances, our advanced weaponry, beating back Nazism, fascism, communism, radical Islamists today. Amar claimed U.S. forces killed thousands of Somalis during the Black Hawk Down mission. And those tweets have resurfaced where she's blaming the United States. Remember, in that particular case, um, how many Americans were killed? And, for example, at another point, Omar, after 9-11, some people did some things, she said. And then a bizarre clip is it seems like she's joking about people saying Al-Qaeda in a menacing tone. When I was in college... I took a terrorism class. The thing that was interesting in the class was that every time the professor said Al-Qaeda, his shoulders went up. She said that during an interview in 2013 when she was an activist with the Somali community, chuckling as she imitated the professor saying Al-Qaeda and Hezbollah. The thing that was interesting in the class was every time the the, the professor said Al-Qaeda, he sort of like his shoulders yeah. went up and, you know, yeah, he's in command like, here. Al-Qaeda, you know, hospital. he's an expert. And it was, <laughs> and it was you know, as What's his it, name? <laughs> what about his oh, name on the area? We, we what are does not he learn? saying his name. Uh, yeah. you, you probably get to see him on on CNN. Uh, yeah, of course. I love those guys. But you know, but 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 it is it is that you don't say America with an yeah. intensity. You yeah. don't say England with yeah. an intensity. Yeah. You know, you don't you don't say um, the army with an intensity. Qaeda. <laughs> but you say these these names because you you want that that word to carry weight. You want it to leave something with yeah, it has a cultural meaning that's not just exactly so it's it's you know it's it's said with a deeper voice you know there's been a lot of controversies about her you know saying israel is evil uh in a tweet that you know uh, on saying israel's evil doing a twitter she said i could think of that at the time that's all she could think of listen to what she says you know, you're part of a new wave of Democrats not afraid to be critical of the government of Israel. And during the 2012 military offensive in Gaza, you tweeted, Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. 
How do you put that into context now? And what do you say to American Jews? So I remember when, when that was happening, um, watching TV and really feeling as if um, no other life was being impacted in, in this war. Uh, and that really, unfor those unfortunate words were the only words I could think about um, expressing at that moment. She went after, and I won't play it now, she's peddling a conspiracy theory that Lindsey Graham is compromised, which is ridiculous. She said the U.S. favors Israel over Palestine. She compared Israel to Iran and Saudi Arabia, um, which is so outrageous and unbelievable, then compared Israel to the Saudis and Venezuela, uh, speak up when something is wrong, and she blamed U.S. involvement in other people's affairs after the Al-Shabaab attack in Kenya. Here's her blaming America. This is cut five. When are we going to decide or realize that terrorism is a reaction? Mm -hmm. It's not, it's an ideology. It's, it's a means of things. It's not an entity. It's not a place. It's not a people. It yeah. just, it's just, it, it's a reaction to a situation. Yes. I mean, we didn't have terrorism before invasion and before war. And you, you see most of the terrorism or violence act happen in a, a political conflict. Yeah. I mean, and, and I, what, I think what you're asking is what everybody Did shies away you? from, right? That wasn't any question. Okay, so what you're insinuating is what nobody wants to face. Exactly. Nobody wants to face how the actions of the other people that are involved in the world have contributed to the rise of um, the, the radicalization yeah. and the, you know, the rise of the terrorist acts. So usually most people want to not look internal and see what, the, mm -hmm. you know, what Face about really. their actions yeah. that makes another react. You know, for us, it's always, um, I must have not done anything. You know, why is this happening to me? And nobody wants to take accountability of how these are byproducts of the actions of, you know, our involvement it, in, in other people's <clears throat> affairs. And then remember when she was there was a threat by Kevin McCarthy and the House was going to punish her and the Democrats backed out with a generic. You can't ever say anything bad because they didn't want to go after her uh, and hold her accountable. Then she writes back, oh, it's all about the Benjamins, baby, which is from a, a Puff Daddy song that. You know, critics jumped on the tweet and said Omar was calling up negative, harmful, stereotypical comments of Jewish Americans. Another tweet after that, Omar named the American-Israeli Public Affairs Committee APAC, a mainstream group, saying it was funding Republican support for Israel. There was a lot of backlash to that, and she was accused of anti-Semitism for that. She apologized when and said she was learning about the painful history of anti-Semitic tropes, but then held on to her criticism of APAC. You know, she, she was slammed for saying with the, ch the chuckles when Israel is called a democracy and went on to compare Israel to Iran. I mean, this is who she is. Well, even we've had rabbis blasting her uh, for pushing the claims that Jesus was Palestinian and not Jewish. All right, got to take a break. We'll come back. We'll hit the phones. Final half hour of the program today. Just pretty despicable. We'll have all this on Hannity tonight at 9 as we continue. 800-941-SEAN is our number. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. 
That's why thousands of hardworking, patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with precious metals like gold and silver. And guess what? Sean Hannity is doing the same. He's been purchasing precious metals like gold and silver from the top-rated company, GoldCo. GoldCo is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. And they've placed over $2 billion in precious metal sales for people just like you. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. That's right, up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So if you're looking to diversify your savings, visit HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver, so don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know, I've been talking for months now about the Knox entry system and how it helps law enforcement gain access uh, that they need to schools during, you know, hostile events or emergencies. In fact, more than 200 municipalities currently trust Knox entry system to provide a secure and efficient means to get access where and when they need it. Now, businesses and airports and specific industrial applications, they have now joined schools and law enforcement and fire departments and are using the Knox entry system to manage first responder access and or authorized service activity. Why? To better protect and monitor their critical assets. When seconds matter, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. If your company has important assets that you want to protect, well, contact Knox today for more information on their innovative Knox entry system. Go to their website. It's Knox, K-N-O-X.com. That's Knox.com for more information. All right, as we continue, 25 till the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Man, the speed of news now is faster than it's ever been. I mean, Linda, we talk about this all the time. We can't get through a show without something shifting, changing I mean, it just is, it's every second of the day. Absolutely. Um, we've never had a, a news pace such as it is, and especially when you're actually doing real work and getting into the the deep dive that we've taken into the deep state and the abuse of power and corruption. It's so funny because everybody, you know what people wanted to talk to me? The first issue, they always want to know, are these people going to be held accountable? And oh, I God, believe yeah. the answer is Yes. And we did a special on that on Friday. Now, the next question is about that bagel guy from Friday. I want to remind everybody, we'll play this tape. So you have this guy's in a bagel store and he has a total and complete meltdown for no apparent reason, except he says that the girls behind the counter in the bagel shop were giggling. He doesn't know what they were giggling about, but they were giggling and he got mad. And this is what happened. Why is it okay for women to say, oh, you're five feet on dating sites? You should be dead. That's okay. Who said that to you here? Nobody. The women in general have said it on dating sites. You think I'm making that yeah. up? Everywhere I go, I get the same smirk with the biting lip. And shut your mouth. You're not God or my father or my boss. 
Dude, you wanna step outside? You wanna step outside? Huh? I'm not standing, pal. I know, I know. You shut up, dude. Just like the Just gotta attack you, Jake. Oh my god. All right, so this guy comes up out of nowhere. He gets. The reason that he was there was a takedown here, and nobody, by the way, has been charged in the incident, is he goes up to these two guys. One of the guys, he uh, the only description that I can really give you is it was like a belly bump where he took his belly and he, you know, can we talk it about in. the belly bump? Well, can we talk about this? He bumped. Is his that bel- the appropriate term? It's a belly bump. Well, what else would you call it? I don't know. He knocked into him. No, he didn't knock into him. He took his stomach. His belly, and he bumped it into the other guy's belly. Maybe a little below the belly, because the guy kind of, you know, I'm not saying, I don't care how tall anybody is. He was kind of shorter. And he's obviously hung up about that. No okay. doubt he's hung up about that. So he does, the, he does the belly bump. The guy next to the guy that got belly bumped leaps out with a kick straight to his private parts, takes him right down to the ground. It didn't seem like any more damage was done there. And anyway... Inside Edition caught up with him, and this is what he had to say before he got mad there and walked away from that interview. I'm tired of women using me, abusing me, uh, lying to my face, tell me you like me on dates, and then you and then you take my money, you cut me off, and you say I'm too short when you're about my height. It's ridiculous. And when you add all that up, I snap. I'm your modern-day prophet. I'm your modern-day Martin Luther King. You don't like it? You want to put a bullet in my head or John Lennon's head or his head for wanting peace? Too bad, because I'm not changing. What do you mean when you say modern-day prophet? Meaning I'm basically taking what they were believing in and tried to get across the world, and I'm bringing it to a heightened level. What do you mean take it out? And You're acting like I committed mass shooting or something. That guy twice my size that women love, the bullies, attacked me. He was quickly done talking. You know what? I, I don't really, no offense, I don't really like you that much, so this interview's over. And I, I, this guy's like a raging lunatic. Now, I read this weekend as a little bit of a follow-up that he's pretty well known. There's a store where they allow him to use the bathroom and shower he lives in a van. I think he cleans up offices and homes and things like that. I'm not sure I'd want somebody with that kind of temper around any office or home that I own, but apparently he has some work and he has some van and he lives in that van. And I guess he got somebody or is renting the ability to use a bathroom and shower. And so I guess that's how he's cleaning himself. Not the best existence for anybody. And I guess he recently said, too, that he was went through a divorce. And now he's claiming. Did you hear the update? He's no, claiming what is it? that all these women are now hitting on him. They want to oh, date him. Wait. So here's the best part. So there's two updates, actually. The first is that now he's Casanova and he can't mm-hmm. beat him off with a stick. It's just insane. He's so popular. It's fantastic. He's got more women than he knows what to do with. I find this hard to believe, but OK. The second one is that the bagel shop is giving away, quote, mini bagels in his honor. So if you come into the bagel shop and you mention the video. Well, you, you got to give the location of the bagel shop so we know where people so people can go get it for free. It's in Bayshore, Long Island. Bayshore, Long Island. I'm looking for the name. I don't know the name. I just you don't know the name of the bagel shop. All bagel, right. Ethan knows it. He, he's familiar with it. It's called Bagel Boss. Bagel Boss. Okay. That's it. That's my whole update. I don't know. I don't know what you're, what are you looking for? That's all no. I got. So apparently now all these women are hitting, according to him, they're now hitting on him. 
They're, they're, you know, I am glad about one thing, and I don't think people are going to understand this or, or agree with me on this. You know, although he did say in an article that at some point later down the road he might sue the guy that attacked him, I don't think he's got a good lawsuit. Because once he got aggressive towards the one individual and the way first he was acting. First of all, acting, he puffed up first. He, he came over to him. He, he did the belly, bump. the belly bumping. The belly exactly. bumping was instigated. Listen, you can't get him. in somebody's face and touch somebody else. As soon as you touch somebody else in an aggressive manner, that person has every when right. When your belly aggressively touches my belly, it's on. Um, I th- but you, if you belly bump somebody, that's an act of aggression, and you have a right to defend yourself. But I am glad, at least up to this point, I mean, it probably will become a lawsuit at some point. Charges may be filed, I guess. I, I, I can't see the police taking this seriously, though. I don't think tape. that anyone can take him seriously, though. In that other interview, he talked about how he was so angry about the situation. He went off into the woods with a miniature Yankees bat and started <laughs> whacking trees and ended up bruising himself by hitting the bat into his leg. And he was showing the reporter the stuff. This guy is a lunatic. Look, I, maybe some people, I'm I'm six feet tall exactly. Maybe some people, you know, maybe maybe they don't like the fact that they're not tall. I don't know. I don't think it matters one bit. I mean, don't we really want to know who the person is? What what's in their heart, mind, and soul? Are we really that shallow? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. You're that shallow. I so, believe. Listen. So you wouldn't date a guy like him that is. Well, First I guess of all, you can't tall. go by me because I dated a very short man for a very long time. Well, there you go. Years. So it's not a factor However, Checkmate how- Hannity. Okay. First of all, slow your roll there, belly bump. What I was saying was... It's no. <laughs> a good one, right? It's a good one. I know. You know, with the extra guests, it does add with the laugh factor. It's not a real <laughs> laugh track. We have, we have visitors today, obviously. Um, but no, in all seriousness, that, you know, when I met my ex who was very short, you know, short. he had short. other... Wait a minute. He was very what? Short. Short. Very short. Very short. But I will tell you, you know, he was very good looking. So I was like, okay, I'll take okay. a minute here. I'll, I'll talk to him, yada, yada. But all of that to say, with this guy, you know, I think part of the problem is that he sh- he might be a little shorter, but he also has such a bad attitude that women are like, oh, forget about it. You know, I, I got no time for this. You know, nobody wants to ride that ride. That's ridiculous. Right. Ridiculous. So anyways. So that's what you're thinking. Nobody wants to ride that ride. Who's going to buy a ticket to get on a ride that goes nowhere and go, or goes too fast or rocks you around or has a, you know, nobody wants to do that. You want to have fun in life. Exactly. All right. Now let's get to our phones here. Oh, I see some people want to talk about it. Uh, Hank is in Texas. Hank, hi. How are you? Glad you called. Hi, how are y'all? We're good. What's going on? Oh, not much. That bagel guy, he just, uh, okay. So I'm five foot two and my wife is five foot nine. Wait, 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 five foot two and a half. And and my wife is five nine and we met on a dating site. So it's not that uh, it's not that tall girls or just girls in general don't like short guys. They just don't like dudes with bad attitudes. Yeah, look, I th- I think what you, I think a lot of things you gotta look for in people. I mean you could you could be dating the hottest girl, the hottest guy, whatever, and they could be the most selfish narcissistic uh, egotist that you've ever met in your life and be shallow and they have no depth. They have no appreciation of anything. And, you know, they're just only consumed about one thing themselves. And, uh, I would, I'd rather date somebody that was thoughtful, had a good heart, beautiful mind, good spirit, nice than somebody who maybe looks attractive on the outside, but has nothing else going for them. 
Absolutely. Nobody wants to be angry all the time or be with somebody who's angry all the time. That takes all the joy and the fun out of life. Well, I, I agree. I think that's a good observation. Good point, Hank. Jim in Florida. What's up, Jim? Oh, yeah. How you doing, sir? Good, sir. I just wanted to say you guys got a great show. Thank I love you. love Linda's accent, and I'm going to get back to the bagel bozo. Thank you, Jim. Jim has the same. The reason Jim's saying that is because he has the same accent. He lives actually, in Indiana. Actually, he, Jim he does has, not have. Jim a is in Midwestern Florida. Accent. First of all, second I mean, of all, Jim has a wonderful voice. It's nice and deep. It's it a, resonates. Not, I agree. Great set of I, pipes, but he still has a New I'm York accent. Yeah, I'm in Florida. I'm originally from Niagara Falls, New York. Exactly. Thank you. I know my accent. Oh my God. Is this like belly bump day all day? We're just going to checkmate each other through the whole day? No, I'm not belly bumping for Jim. I'm just saying he said he liked your accent. And I said, well, he may not know it, but he's got the same one. That's right. Hey, uh, I just want to say, you know, the guy to me, when I heard the the whole interview with you guys, you know, the tape and everything, to me, he sounded like he wanted to be like a Joe Pesci wannabe, you know? (laughs) Yeah, that's true. You think, I mean, you could probably double yeah. form. You think I'm funny? Like, yeah, ha, 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 funny? Is that what you, you think I'm? Yeah. Remember that? That was a great scene in Goodfellas. Yeah, it was really, really good. That's what I kind of referenced it to. But I just want to say also, Sean, before I go, um, you know, God bless America. God bless your show. And, Thank you, buddy. Uh, keep it where, strong, America. And we'll, we'll, t- we'll get over Where in Florida are you? Uh, Palm Coast. Nice, beautiful area. We've been down there. Nice, yeah, nice very- place. The panhandle, Very right? Back, relaxed. Isn't that the panhandle? Uh, no, it's on uh, the east coast between St. Augustine and Ormond Beach. Okay, now I know where you are. Sorry, I was thinking about Fort Walton, Destin, and I think there's a palm something there. What do I know? Uh, well, lucky you, and you don't have to pay New York taxes anymore. You know, it's 16% now, the death tax in New York. So Left the back fe- in the, the early 80s just because of the taxes in New York. Oh, so smart, and you save so much. You probably save millions. Good for you. Uh, thanks, Jim. Jeff is in Indiana. Jeff, hey, how are you? Glad you called, sir. Doing well, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. I just Thank wanted you. to say that I have to disagree uh, with Hank there because, uh, in my experience, I've found that a lot of women judge men on their height just as a lot of men like to judge women on their weight. Well, I look, I uh, there's no doubt. I don't think there's anything wrong and unnatural about being attracted to somebody on their look. So, I mean, to, to, to deny that, you're just denying reality. But, what you know, some people are attracted to a certain look. Um, some people are attracted to skinny people. Some people are more attracted to heavy people. Some people want tall people. Some people want short people. It doesn't matter. I do believe that there's somebody out there for everybody. And I think that it's a matter, whatever your type is, the type of person you like, or that you would want to be attracted to them. I'm, I'm, it's unique and it's individual, and I think that that's what you should pursue. To me, I don't if, what, you know, once once you see that they might be physically attracted, or you might find them physically attractive, maybe other people don't, but you do, and it's a person you want to get to know, then you're going to ask questions, all right, is this person smart? Does this person have a good heart? Does this person... You know, are we compatible? Uh, is this person self-absorbed? Does this person come with a lot of baggage? What problems does this person have? You know, over time, I mean, everybody, I guess you start dating, everyone puts their best face forward, you know, but you spend enough time with that person, you're going to see their warts and their faults and everything else in between. Then you realize there's a famous philosopher that once said that, you know, at the end of the day, it comes down to whether or not, you know, how much of another person's 
beep can you take? That philosopher is very, very that, wise. Yeah. By the way, that's Linda. That's right. That's my love advice to America. It's not Say about it. who tell, you love. Tell, right. It's about whose crap you can put up with for life. Because you can love a lot of people, but you can't put up with their crap. And if you can put up with their crap, it's 80-20. The 20%, you can deal with it? Yeah, all right. You'll do it. Well, It'll there's work. always going to be something about someone, I guess, that you don't like, right? Yeah, of I course. I mean, that's not my case. I think everybody loves everything about me, which we know is not true. But uh, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to uh, join us, uh, 800-941-SEAN is our toll-free telephone number. Imagine a society with a digital dollar and no cash, no tooth fairy or piggy banks, no more selling extra items for cash. A digital dollar means your life could depend on the Internet, electricity, and people you don't know. Plus, it means every penny you have could all be tracked. So goodbye to privacy. That's why thousands of Americans have decided to opt out of the government's plans by talking to GoldCo and putting a portion of their savings into physical gold and silver, including Sean Hannity. Sean has personally bought medals from the top-rated company, GoldCo, who has an excellent reputation. They've placed over $2 billion in gold and silver, and right now they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. So call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD to learn how you could get started today. Tell them Hannity sent you and see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver. Call Gold Co. at 855-815-GOLD. That's 855-815-GOLD. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You know, I've been talking for months now about the Knox entry system and how it helps law enforcement gain access uh, that they need to schools during, you know, hostile events or emergencies. In fact, more than 200 municipalities currently trust Knox entry system to provide a secure and efficient means to get access where and when they need it. Now, businesses and airports and specific industrial applications, they have now joined schools and law enforcement and fire departments and are using the Knox entry system to manage first responder access and or authorized service activity. Why? To better protect and monitor their critical assets. When seconds matter, Knox entry allows you to develop a customized access strategy complete with an audit trail and rapid flexibility. If your company has important assets that you want to protect, well, contact Knox today for more information on their innovative Knox entry system. Go to their website. It's Knox, K-N-O-X.com. That's Knox.com for more information. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. By the way, breaking the new Ukrainian president has fired the Ukrainian ambassador to the U.S. who was accused of colluding with the DNC to help Hillary Clinton. Where's Robert Mueller on that one? Anyway, we have full coverage, the latest developments on the deep state and a look at 2020 and the circular firing squad amongst them and the Democrats in general. Newt, Devin Nunes, Jason Chaffetz, Larry Elder. We have Greg Jarrett, Sarah Carter, Alan Dershowitz, 9 Eastern, Set Your DVR, Hannity, Fox News. We'll see you tonight. Big show and back here tomorrow.
Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's extra help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hear fascinating animal stories to explore wildlife across the globe in Season 3 of Amazing Wildlife. Starting March 15th, listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.